Welcome back to Ever So Clever Talk Show. I'm your host, Chelsea Bilger, and I'm here today with our special guest, Kelsey Bowyer. In today's spectacular episode, we will be talking about the unique, distinctive creatures that don't get enough credit for their awesomeness. It's the platypus. So, speaking of the platypus, where can you find one of these creatures? Like, can I catch one in my backyard? Well, that's a great question, Chels. Unfortunately, we don't have platypuses here in Canada. Platypuses, which the correct plural form is not platypi, live in the only one small area of the world. These creatures make their home in the freshwater areas that flow throughout the island of Tasmania and the eastern and southeastern coast of Australia. In recent years, there has also been a newly introduced population of platypuses on Kangaroo Island, which within South Australia, across the continent of their natural habitat. The platypuses mostly live in freshwater lakes, rivers, lagoons, farm dams, and streams. Well, that's a bummer. I've heard that these things are weird looking. So what exactly exactly do these creatures look like? First things first, platypuses aren't green and they aren't all secret agents. Perry the platypus has brought up quite the expectations and people get upset when they realize that they don't all wear cute detective hats as advertised. The platypus is the most unusual animal in the animal kingdom. Platypus have a paddled shaped tail like a beaver, a silky furry body like an otter, and a flat bill and webbed feet like a duck. In fact, the first time a platypus was brought from Australia to Britain, people couldn't believe that it was a real animal. They thought that a trickster had sewn two animals together, according to the BBC News. Platypuses don't have stomachs either. Platypus Pluses nosh on bottom dwellings in vertebrates, have a snack of digestive enzymes or acids to break it down. A 2008 study published in Genome Biology outlined how several different genes related to digestion in the stomach were delayed and deactivated in the platypus. Platypuses don't have teeth either. First no stomachs and now no teeth? How do they even eat? When platypuses go diving for food, they also scoop grit, gravel from the seabed. With all of this in their mouth, they surface for air and begin to chew by grinding the gravel and their prey together. Their diet mostly consists of crustaceans, earthworms, shrimp, mollusks, annelid, worms, crayfish, dragonflies, mussels, drought eggs, tadpoles, and the larvae of insects. In fact, platypuses can consume their entire body weight in food within just a 24-hour period. That sounds quite unusual for sure. So you mentioned that platypus were brought from Australia to Britain. When exactly were these animals discovered? The Aboriginal people had known about the platypuses for many centuries, but it was not until 1797 that the Europeans discovered them. The first scientific examination and description of the platypus was made by George Shaw. He gave the platypus the name Platypus anatinus. In the 1800s, the platypus was hunted for its fur. Due to their size, it would take many pelts to make anything useful. Example, a full-length coat required over 70 pelts. This had a devastating effect on the platypus population to such an extent that the government introduced laws to protect them and conservation programs to increase their numbers. In 1985, the fossil of an opalized lower jawbone with three molar teeth 
was found in New South Wales, Australia. It was an early ancestor of the platypus, which existed about 110 million years ago. This means that there was a platypus-like animal alive in the Cretaceous period, around the time of the dinosaurs. It is the oldest mammal fossil that has been found in Australia so far. Now, my next question is, how big are they? Like, can you walk them like a dog? Now... I'm not sure a platypus would let you put a leash around it as they are very nervous and shy animals. However, they are roughly the same size as a domestic cat. Although many mistakenly believe that their wide beaver-like tails are used to propel them through the water, they are really used as a storage space for fat, allowing the animal to swim and dive without much effort. So they are also lazy like a cat too. Wow, that almost blew my mind. So is a platypus friendly or what? Well, male platypuses are venomous mammals. Very few mammals are venomous. A male platypus delivers venom through ankle spurs. The venom is composed of definism-like proteins of DLPs, three of which are only found in the platypus, which ups the animal's oddness factor. The venom can severely, severely hurt but not kill humans, but it can be lethal to smaller animals. Scientists think that the venom, which increases in production during mating periods, is intended to inca- incapacitate rival males. So, to answer your question, Chels, they aren't known to be vicious. However, don't get too confident creeping up on them. That's just lovely. Definitely the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. Obviously, they go in the water, but how exactly do they hunt for food? And can they go on land? Platypuses hunt underwater, where they swim gracefully by paddling with their front webbed feet and steering with their hind feet and beaver-like tails. Folds of skin cover their eyes and ears to prevent water from entering and the nostrils close with a water-tight seal. In this posture, a platypus can remain submerged for a minute or two and use its sensitive bill to find food. On land, platypuses move a bit more awkwardly. However, the webbing on their feet retracts to expose individual nails and allows the creature to run. Platypuses use their nails and feet to construct dirt burrows at the water's edges. When's the best time to go out and see a platypus? Daytime or nighttime? The platypus is most active during the dusk and nighttime hours, but may also be seen during the day when the sky is overcast. As an endothermic species, platypuses can maintain a body temperature lower than most mammals at around 90 degrees Fahrenheit. During the daylight hours, when not in the water, the platypus hides out in an individual oval-shaped burrow that is dug 3 to 8 meters into a bank, perhaps due to its high caloric diet. The average time spent sleeping for the platypus can be around 14 hours each day. Wow, a creature that sleeps more than me? That's a miracle. Last question. How does this thing reproduce? Within the polygenous mating system, in which males and females have multiple mating partners in their lifetime, the females are believed to become sexually mature at two years old and remain breeding until over nine years of age. While the male takes no responsibility in caring for their young after mating, the female will immediately build a deep burrow up to 66 feet long that is blocked with bludges to protect their new young from predators in rising water. After her eggs have hatched, 
the mother feeds the young with milk released through pores in her skin for around three to four months. Currently, the young emerge from the burrow and begin an independent life. With mating taking place in the water, the solitary platypuses only come together once each year in the breeding season from June to October to reproduce. Amazing. This concludes today's episode on platypuses. Tune in next week for the exciting episode on the dingo.